0: I like got New tricks. Oh uh, dogs. Old dogs. My dogs are barking Hey, New tricks. Can't find a bit of dog on planet Earth. It's the Old Dogs
1: New Tricks Podcast. Here's Kaikuyu and Joey. KC and JP.
0: We now join the Old Dogs New Tricks Podcast already in progress.
1: A damn good Samaritan drivers, man. That's, they really piss me off,
0: man. Driving too slow.
1: No, the ones that stop and let people in making left-hand turns that come across traffic and everything had three of them on the way i'm like Gee, come on man you know what i mean and they're the ones that causes accidents and things like that
0: right because they're like come on come on whip around them i
1: got an accident like that before because uh, i didn't see the person come up. and i looked this way split second turn around bam oh uh, hit him
0: my sister got my sister got hit by a car that way Like, there was a, you know, she was crossing two Mm -hmm. lanes or whatever. Mm -hmm. person in the front lane said, go ahead, you know, Mm -hmm. stop, go ahead. Someone else was, and she walked in front of him. And then someone on the other side just, bam. Walked. She got hit, like, walking. Walking across. She was jaywalking, but, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good Samaritan Mm. driver, stop it. Listen to me. Stop it, all right? Y'all are doing more harm than good. When you see geese fly south, you don't see them, like, getting out of position or anything they just do what the hell they have to do all right i'm serious they're pissing me off I know.
0: good if, samaritan it, drivers sometimes if that wedge and those geese if it gets off they're like fuck it he's he, we're leaving we're, <laughs> exactly. you know fucking harold is he is he is exactly. he's out
1: nature is the weak link right. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're like good he's gonna first want to get eaten by the eagle exactly, fuck him man, he's, he's a dumb. dick anyway that's
1: what we're gonna start doing with these good samaritan drives I stop it Y'all causing major confusion and chaos amongst other drivers oh, right?
0: yeah. oh, is this gonna be part of the show we're, we're recording it's funny. Are we recording yeah it's still recording oh
1: but... yeah i'm talking in the mic so i know <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's my... <laughs> Everything. Right? hey want to hear something funny just happened to me
0: hey we, we should start the show oh let's start the okay. show hey welcome to the, the old dogs new tricks this podcast i am joey pepin and this is i'm kaikuyu I
1: ain't got nothing, man. Shooting blanks Shooting blanks, a.k.a. shooting blanks, yo.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this, this is
1: what happened to me. Um, I, I haven't been to the – I didn't cut my hair this week, and I haven't been – I didn't have my barbershop appointment today. Sonny opened the door and did some type of greeting. Mm-hmm. So I went to take my hair off and do it, and I thought about it, and I was like, ooh, I said, well, hey, I haven't cut my hair, whatever. You know, I'm waiting for Sonny to say, ah, it's okay, whatever. She said, yeah, you need to see someone about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll I'll tell you man, Sunny will tell you how it is. She does not sugarcoat it, all right? As as we like to used to say in the neighborhood, she does not fuck around, you know. Oh, no, no joke, no joke. Oh, no. Shout out to
1: Sunny. Yeah, man.
0: no. It, you know, and she definitely keeps us in line, my daughter and I, you know. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, it's good. It's gotcha. good. Gotcha. So, hey man, we got a good show coming up, man. I uh, got a good friend of mine uh from San Diego. Um Oh, comic or former comic, I guess, but uh, one of my oldest friends is going to be here. We actually recorded that a little bit earlier, and and it was kind of funny because when we when we start to play it, we're just going to get a little inside peek on on <laughs> on the on the podcast. Right, I think because right, I right. think I want to put that shit in there when you just show. Up. I think it was, funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I didn't know man. we were recording. Nah, it's man. funny. It's funny. And it's fine. You it know what funny. I mean? It's funny. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. So, um, I was thinking about our our podcast, and uh, you know. How would how would you describe this, this 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 little experiment that we're doing? I think this is episode twenty, isn't it? Is it holy 19, nineteen twenty something 20, like that? Yeah. Twenty right, twenty, yeah, yeah We've already on. been doing it for over a year. Has it been a year? Yeah, because I already paid the thing for again Seriously? for another year. Yeah, okay, I was yeah, like, okay. damn, yeah. So yeah. you owe me some money. Gotcha. Uh, where's my money, motherfucker? <laughs> gotcha. uh, no, I'm just cool. You you we're we're good. I don't worry about that. Pay me. Um. So like, how would you? cuz I think it's ever evolving at least in my in my mind. I mean we kind of have a central theme but like if you were to explain it to somebody, you know, hey listen to my podcast. Why should I listen to your podcast? What's it about?
1: Uh it's just really about it's really about us kind of still getting to know each other, man, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, true. Honestly,
1: and it's our insight and take on everything. Comedy is a central theme, but we always mm-hmm. kind of go into right. other topics serious. We never really have a a total set Mm-hmm. format unless we decide to do something yeah. know, which we have done a couple of times and then yeah. they usually
0: don't work very well yeah. well <laughs> it depends on what we do
1: you know it depends on what we do Uh, uh when we did uh, we did something like musical movies or whatever that that did pretty pretty well
0: yeah oh yeah when I, we did our desert island that or top five or whatever like, I
1: mean, that was a long I'm trying to think that was probably like yeah. first five episodes maybe or yeah. something like that but yeah that's how I would describe it well how would you describe it
0: I think that's probably pretty I mean yeah, I would say it's yeah, well well, the reason I brought it up is because I was I was kind of reflecting on it and I was thinking about, you know, you you said it's it's a lot, it's a lot like you and I kind of getting to know each other and I think uh for me at least like having the platform where I can speak freely on the mic because uh, me and my job being so scripted, you know, like I have to read the script a certain way. That's my job. And I used to be on the radio where I could be a little more free, but it was still you have to do these things. Right. And, but for me to be in and when you're on stage in comedy, it has to be you have to have a pretty good structure unless you're really fucking good. Right. right. You know, but for me to be able to just sort of spew with a with an open mic, uh, I'm kind of getting to know myself a little bit more, too. You know, mm-hmm. like I listened back to a couple of them and I was like, I, read, I said that shit on the air. You know, and there's a there's a, some things that we talked about. Talked about in in the interview coming up that I'm kind of surprised myself that I said out loud, you know, because it's it's private. I mean, it's intimate, you know. And I think for me, you know, getting to know you and getting to know myself and sort of, you know, being an actor as a profession or being a comedian, you're always putting on a uh, an air. You're always putting Mm. on a face. You're always putting on a voice. So, you know. I've always had a trouble getting to, you know, trying to get down to the real me. Who's the real me? Who's yeah. the real Joey? You know, right, who right. is, who, who is? And so this is really helping me, yeah. you know? And yeah. so I think that uh, that might be a new trick too. I mean, if you're at 40, how oh, fucking how old am I now? 43 uh, years old, you know, really trying to, f- starting to figure out who I am and blossoming as a person, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, this is helping me, man. And I think I'm gonna cry.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, it, it, uh, it, you're right. It's And it's, mm. uh, it's a good thing yeah i don't th- i don't feel that guarded here and i'm a pretty mm-hmm. guarded person yeah i think that's you know that's I mean? probably
0: that's that's a better way to articulate yeah, that yeah, yeah. i am too i'm yeah. very guarded right you know so
1: here it, it, we just you know kind, kind of kind of flow with it mm-hmm. um yeah and, and put it out there and i think because we don't put any expectations on it, though, mm-hmm. it you know it normally just organically happens and right. That's that's what makes it work 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 for me, and then it's also like you're saying. I think if you're talking and listening at the same time, you know, like listening back to someone. I was talking to my partner last night, matter of fact, and uh, he he's uh, gonna apply to work with the company I work for, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was asking me all the details about it, and I was describing it. And he made me realize how good I have it, cause I kind of lost sight of that a mm. little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Working from home, I'm six years working from home. This is after just living life at a breakneck, fast-paced life, man. Mm-hmm. Just you know, all running late, this, this, and that. So. Some part of me was kind of missing that, believe it or not. The chaos. The chaos. Yeah. Part of me was kind of missing the chaos. There's comfort
0: know? in the chaos, I, you I, know.
1: And I didn't know it because that's all I wanted to get away from. Mm-hmm. So uh, I get all these you no know, career fairs and you know employers you know hit me up on LinkedIn. So there's this one. that's like, hey, come to this. And I was telling Robin, I'm gonna go to that. But I talked to my partner. I was in the garage last night talking to my partner and uh, <laughs> and uh, just describing what my life to him. And he's like, man, I, retired military guy, mm-hmm. man, I gotta get some of that, I got don't go to that damn career fair, man, and and leave, or whatever, you know? It's like, <laughs> I gotta get some of that, you know? Yeah. So, it, it, it was just listening to him, all right, why well, you quit, quit complaining so damn much, you know right? I mean? Appreciate, even though I do it every day, even though I think I should do that every day, even though I preach it every day, mm-hmm. I wasn't living it to that extent, and he, he made me realize that, you know?
0: Well, it's funny because you say that and I I, I have lost a bit of an appreciation of, of the, the shit that I have recently, too. You know, you're thinking like, man, this, this job, it keeps me at home all the time, you know, like I can't really take vacations because I'm always on call or even if I do go on vacation, you know, I got to bring my stuff and then like saying that shit out loud. I was I was trying to articulate it, and then I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Right, like, right, listen to yourself. Right. You're complaining about what people would fucking die for, right, you know? Right. Like, you got to stay home and like raise your kid. You how know? long you
1: been? How long you been a voice actor?
0: Sixteen years. Sixteen yeah. as old as my child.
1: All you've been working from home. Yeah. that entire time. Yep. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, because I, I was
0: from from what the time she was three months old. You know, when my wife's uh, maternity leave ended, uh-huh. I was I quit my job at the radio station and, and said I'm gonna start doing this gotcha. i'm gonna I'm gonna focus my attention on the, my daughter and this and then it just sort of blossomed and snowballed from yeah. there and so
1: you can definitely live in your head you? you've been working 16. Dude, years.
0: dude and that's seriously yeah. and yeah, I think yeah. that, that, that that too like this podcast too helps me with that too because I do live in my head yeah, a lot I you do. know yeah. I, and, and you know my wife works right there. she's in the office below us right. we both worked from home for you know together for a long time right and you know she doesn't want to hear about my shit and i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to lay my shit on her you know right, because right. she's she's got her own shit and you know i don't she's not my co-worker you know like right, i'm right. not gonna talk her water cooler talk you know right, because right. she's she's my my wife you know and i want to be intimate with her in a different level you know Like right. i don't want to be complaining and i can't talk to other voice people about my problems because i mean i I got one guy that i talked to uh dave white who's a really good friend of mine and i actually owe him a phone call so dave if you're listening to this i'll probably won't call you um but uh you know it's just it's hard you know but so this just being able to be free and be me and all that it's it's really helped me you know like um and i i'd actually like to to do it more often you know whether whether or not we have a guest Right, know? Right, right. I know you yeah. like to spread it out to try to you know build listeners, and I understand that well, it makes sense. I'm not that but...
1: interested. I don't have enough to say. I times, disagree, you know, man. I, mean, I, to...
0: I think I make you more interesting. That's the thing. No, <laughs> no I think you.
1: I think you. Uh, uh-huh. I got I got nothing. I got, not got nothing. nothing. No, thanks And
0: I think that you know, you know, you and I have a have a good chemistry. Yeah. It's, it's obvious. It was obvious from the first podcast that we had. That, yeah. You know, yeah. or really from the first time we we ever bullshitted. You know, it just flows. Yeah,
1: you would think. We scripted some of this stuff out, honestly. And no. it, I guess it sounds like we're tooting our own horn, but if we are, we are. It's our podcast. Who the <laughs> but, fuck's yeah. going to toot our horn it <laughs> ain't us. Yeah, you, know? you would think a lot of stuff would be planned, scripted, but uh, yeah, it, it, it hasn't been. No. And if it ever feels like... That's my biggest thing right now with anything in life, man. Mm-hmm. If it feels like work, right. if I'm voluntarily choosing to do it, mm-hmm. and if it ever starts to feel like work, then I don't want to do it. Right. Because... um. I just thought about it, you know. I know everybody works, so this is not a big deal. But, you know, I've been, like, working, like, every day since I was 16 or something like Mm -hmm. that, you know. So if I'm going to indulge in a hobby or a new endeavor, I don't ever want it to feel like work or, oh, here we go again, you know. It's like with the producing. We could do a lot more. We're just not taking on a lot. We're, like, moving slow because we don't want it to feel like work. Uh, Somebody wanted to do a, uh, a spot we went to wanted us to do a uh weekly open mic i was excited yeah then the more i start thought about running a weekly yeah, open yeah
0: right you're like nope I'm, like, well, um,
1: I'm not really feeling this <laughs> man you know how much we're, it's, yeah. we're gonna always have to do something right. you know it would yeah.
0: almost be good like they do it i don't know i think that how they do the java like they they split it yeah you know, yeah like, yeah that little trio three three yeah. yeah if you had like four people everybody takes a week or right. whatever that wouldn't be a yeah thing. but still like right. you said it's it's a lot it's it's it is work yeah. uh speaking of comedy we uh, it, one of the reasons i want to get this show done today was because uh we got a show coming up next week first time i've been on for a while i'm actually hosting a show at the valley on thursday uh october 10th at the valley 8 p.m joey's hosting y'all. yeah Kaiku. it's my first time hosting oh
1: no, it's not is it Yeah do you host it something else no, man. Oh, I asked you and you said, no, that's right. No, that's right.
0: right. Yeah, you asked me, hey, were you host? No, no, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, like it's the summertime. I man. thought that you hosted
1: shit. something else though. I really did.
0: No, nah, yeah. Was it good in your head? Did I do well? Yeah, I, yeah. See, yeah. I'm
1: I'm trying to think. I don't know what I really thought you hosted something else,
0: but oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But Love anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna got that show or that show coming up at the Valley. I think starts at eight or whatever. Uh, donations at the door for entry. Donations, donations. Hey, yeah. Give me your money. Uh, so yeah, that, that's good. I'm glad that we. I asked you about that about the podcast about what you you know about what how you would describe it because uh that was it's about how i'm feeling yeah, it yeah
1: i never thought about how i would describe it till you just asked me yeah right I, I
0: hadn't really what thought I mean? about it either until yeah. and i was like yeah that would be a good interesting interesting thing because it's you know some might say it's indescribable but it's it is it's about definite. nothing yes
1: about nothing a show about nothing that was seinfeld right he yeah a show about nothing what about is nothing. the deal about nothing
0: <laughs> yeah yeah all right well let's get into this interview here uh do you have anything else you wanted to, to bring up before the uh, before we roll the interview? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, well, my good friend uh, from Tacoma, um, grew up in Tacoma. Well, he grew up all over the place, but I met him in fifth grade, um, Jason Parmeter. Those of you who, who know me probably know Jason. Um, and it is really funny how this interview started, so we'll just get into it. Hey, man, come on. We got the guy on the line now, dude. No, man, he's got,
1: to, he's only got a limited time. He's
0: got to go to, uh, he's got to go to, to the... Bum, bum, ba-dum,
1: bum, bum. We're about to jump right
0: into it, Bum, bum, ba-dum, bum, He's setting up and whatnot, man. I know. I know. It's It's cool. No man. Goddamn, right on time.
1: I thought you was like me.
0: It's cool, man. I told him you were black. That's
1: what I'm saying. Usually, usually doing the same thing. Here you are pulling this (laughs) goddamn Trump supporter shit on me
0: this morning. Hey man, we gotta be right on time, all right? Because you know, right is on time. Ah, uh, all right man. Hey, so uh KC, man, say hello to to my buddy Jason, man. Oh, we like really on They heard all of that. Yeah. Yeah, well, they heard up, all that man. Oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> man? Well, you, you don't like that? You think that's too much, man? You don't want you want to talk like that. I don't want the people to know the real me. I don't, <laughs> I
1: don't know that that know that, that 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 facade I... that I put out. That's what I want, man. I don't Yeah, to... <laughs> that that
0: that's what it sounds like, man. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so hey man, uh, so my boy Jason here, I've known him since fifth grade, man, and I uh, wanted to get him on the podcast just to talk a little bit about, I mean, like we had your boy on last time, and uh, that was fun, man, and we, it seems like whenever we have our old friends on, we seem to get more more, uh, more likes and, and more listens, Yeah. maybe it's because we're like recruiting in new blood, but people are like, oh, I've never Look. listened to this before, <laughs> <laughs> Or they like
1: our friends and don't like yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right, <laughs> or they're like, yeah, I've never heard Jason speak before, I want to hear him talk, so. Uh, That's awesome,
1: fifth grade. Fifth grade. Yeah. So, 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 so he was year. like
0: 20. I think I was like 10. He was like 22 <laughs> at yeah. the time. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? Jason? That's about right. Was that like what that? What year was that? Was that 86? 86. Yeah, it was 86. 86. 86. 86 85. Something like that. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. Did the space shuttle blow up when you were in fifth grade?
0: Ah oh, man, I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't remember that. I was, I was trying to, to
1: think of something significant from that era.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, the uh, the Beastie Boys were pretty significant bon to us. Bon oh, Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, then,
1: yeah. <laughs> sounds like '86 then.
0: Yeah. yeah so, what uh, you were you were probably just graduating high school by then, right? Yeah, no, I
1: had a job, man. <laughs> Worked, worked down at the docks at that time. <laughs> I was in the union. <laughs> I, I was a union worker. <laughs> you well, know, the union has been on strike, man. <laughs> exactly. So he used to make his, uh, you know,
0: he sold his six string. He used to make it talk. Huh?
1: Right, right. Old Tommy and I, uh, Gina.
0: So tough. <laughs> we did, man. But Jason and I, we we were big Bon Jovi fans. Oh yeah. Uh, we were. We were Beastie Boys fans. Uh, God, we didn't even we even liked that Run DMC and some of that Houdini back then. You know, yeah, yeah. we that's liked good it all. stuff, oh, man. That's
1: good stuff, man. So y'all uh, bonded over what music? Uh, I don't know, Jason. What do you? What's your memory? No. Of
0: what, what, tell him about your the memory of when we first we first like met. So
2: we we first met. Um, I ended up going to Jason Lee,
0: and it was midway through the school year. No, right it was before... Grant. It was Grant, man. Your memory sucks. No, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. It was Grant. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're I right. Smiled was, at Jason. Lee. You know, I like Jason Lee. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I remember in school that first day, man. I was I was a scrawny little kid, and you know, I was getting picked on. Obviously, the first day, and we were playing basketball, and this kid comes up and he starts roaring in my face and yelling at me and wanting to fight and. Joey kind of stepped in and was like, hey, man, you know, it's, you know, kind of be cool. And and you just kind of stood up for me a little bit, man. And, and then, you know, we kind of talked a little bit, found out he lived, you know, not too far from me. And we just kind of started hanging out after that and, and that was it, man. Huh. It's kind of, uh, we've been friends ever since. That's
1: a cool uh, beginning of a yeah. friendship, you know what I mean? Stepping in to, 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 to stop some bullying and everything. Well,
0: yeah, well, it had, it had it had some, I think I had some nefarious, uh, you know, undertones to that. Because I, I think what I saw was, uh, oh, this is a kid who could be bullied. And I'm like, no, this is my bully. I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> This is my, he'd be my pet project, you know. Sure that's that's you that's leave true. him yeah, alone. Yeah. You know, and so and I kind of... <laughs> I kind of picked on him a little bit, you know, in all in fun, but you know, and I, I, I think in in subsequent years, I've, I've had you know heart to hearts with Jason and apologized for being a dick to him when I when we were younger. But uh, you know, I, I, honestly, man, that's that's how I knew love, man. I knew if 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 you love someone, you treated him like shit. So, yep, yep. <laughs> so that was real love, man. That was how that worked. <laughs> yep. yep.
2: That, that's much of you I saw. I mean, I had, it was the same way at home. So you fit right in, like that <laughs> <was that time. laughs>
0: Oh, uh, so, uh, Jason was, uh, the first, he started doing comedy, uh, I don't know, long before I even ever thought about doing any comedy and, and I would think, Jason, you might agree with this, but, you know, amongst our friend group, you know, we were all funny dudes, but I don't think that anybody would say, oh, Jason, he's the funny one, you know? I mean, No, not, n- not at all. But, he, yeah, he I was, was... always Shy and reserved, man. Right, and yet he was the one who took that first step, you know. And well, this was what has this been fifteen years ago that you started doing comedy? Ten years ago, or something like that? I mean, yeah, it
2: was. It was about uh, yeah, probably two 2000- thousand. Yeah, probably 2005, 2006,
0: Damn. right around there. Yeah. So, you know, when he when he said that, he said, I'm doing comedy, I'm like, what? You were doing comedy? I mean, like, you're funny and all, but I didn't, you know, I just, that was, he was the last person that I, I wouldn't say the last person, but he wasn't the first person I would have thought of, right, right. you know, to do comedy. And then right. uh, he started doing well, you know, and came up to Tacoma, and we got a bunch of crew, a big crew together when we were going to a football game, uh, and he came up, and we booked a show for him, and uh, we had a bunch of friends out there, and Dude, he was so funny that night. We were all just in his corner, and it was just like, we were all so proud of him, man. So, very
1: cool, very that cool. That was really
0: cool. So how'd
1: you take the uh, initial steps
2: into comedy then? Yeah, I didn't, you know, a lot of people, you know, do classes, and that's what they suggested. Um, I didn't. What I actually did is I probably, I hung out at open mics and, and, you know, even, you know, whatever show I could go see, probably three or four nights a week at least for about three months. And just kind of observed, got to know some people, you know, kind of, you know, took in, you know, face-to-face, the, you know, what to do, what not to do, um, you know. And if obviously, you still end up making those same mistakes when you, when you first do it. Um, and I, I went to go take a class, and it was with a, a guy named Joe that, that did them. And uh, he had seen that. That was after I did my first open mic. And, and he said, man, he goes, to be honest with you, um, he goes, I'm just going to be taking your money. He said, "I've seen you on stage. You know, he goes, you're, you're, you're the things that we teach here, you're fine. You can learn the rest as you go along,' which is what most comics do anyway. It's kind of a trial, you know, by error and trial and error type thing. So, yeah, it, yeah, it was just a, it was just a lot of observing, of observing, writing. You know, obviously rewriting, tons of open mics, and luckily being in in San Diego, there's you know lots of comedy clubs, lots of people that want to put you on shows. But when you first start." And the funny thing is I thought I was just doing so fantastic because I got these guys doing regular shows asking me to come be on their show and you know, it's not open mic. And I'm like, Oh, this is great Not realizing like, Okay, well, you know, how many people are you gonna bring? How many people are you gonna bring? <laughs> and then when you can't bring, bring those people, then they stop asking to be on their show. Yeah you know so it, it was that but it ended up it, it, it was it was, a, it was a good ride man it yeah well was a good
0: ride. I, I think KC was taking a taking a, a page out of that playbook sometimes too because we uh, you know he's, he's doing a little bit pro- promoting too and we actually I don't know if you listened to the to the show we had a uh, we had a, uh, an episode where we kind of talked about the bringers uh, or as KC would call them the bringers,
2: yeah. Yeah, the bringers. <laughs> well I, I did it too man I, I put on my own shows and I would do the same thing after that I'd be like alright man I mean because you have to that put makes sense. asses yeah. in the seats man nobody well, nobody wants to perform for you know 10 people which is I've done and it's extremely it happens yep hard and yeah. frustrating well I mean it, yeah, it you, you, you gotta
0: make sure people are there absolutely and it makes sense because you know uh, you, you may get some new fans out of that too you know someone who who wanted to go see Jason for the first time you know maybe had never. You know, didn't even know who KC was, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, this KC guy is fabulous!" You know, he's right. He's a he's a comedian's comedian, whatever that means. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. And but but you don't do comedy anymore, though, right?
2: No, I haven't um, been on stage at all in at least uh, two and a half, almost three years. Um, And then a couple years before that, you know, I was. Only doing you know certain shows and it was maybe once every couple months if I could I still write mm-hmm. I'm never gonna be able to quit writing it's just become like part of my life now you yeah. know I mean it, I can't stop and hoping to to go back
0: um, wanting to it's just you know getting that initial drive and to go back and actually do it now so on this show uh, you know Casey likes to hide from his true feelings but I I find <laughs> that uh, <clears throat> I find that I am. Uh, I'm a lot more open. Uh, i'm I learned <laughs> I learned stuff about myself when I do this show because uh, i I speak pretty freely. Um, and so I'm gonna get a little bit personal and candid with you, Jason. Uh, sure, sure. and I hope you don't mind, but but can we talk about you know the addiction and and is that and being one of the reasons you stopped you stopped doing comedy?
2: yeah, that that's a big reason I stopped. So yeah, so um, about about almost the same time I started doing comedy, uh, I hurt my shoulder, tore my rotator cuff, um, said I, but you know, the doctor gave me a couple options and I would ra- rather went on medication than have surgery. So while I'm on this medication, it ended up becoming, you know, the opiates have been becoming more and more and more of a problem. Mm-hmm. So now I'm at a point where I have this really really bad addiction where I'm, you know, I'm doctor shopping um, I'm buying you know pills off the street um, lying to my wife and, you know, I'm, I'm telling her I'm making you know $1500 a month when I'm actually still have a salary of five grand and all the rest of the money's going towards pills um, you know in one year I took almost 20 grand out of our savings um, and she didn't find out till later so by the end of this, I ended up actually passing out at a comedy club one time. Um, and I was drinking while I was taking these, and you know, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. There was a time when I was actually taking about 15 pills at a time, four times a day.
0: Damn! And Are you talking like was, oxys and, like that heavy shit, like the uh,
2: like Norco, like 10 oh, milligram Norco damn. or or Percocet. Yeah. Wow. Um, it, it got it got really bad, and then um, yeah, man, we and I'm I'm drinking on top of this as well, so that's, you know, my wife knew, or sus- I knew she suspected an addiction, she had no idea how bad it was, mm. but then she found all the money I lost, and I ended up going to the hospital, because, you know, I almost died from it, and that's when, you know, everything, I mean, I almost lost everything, I lost my job, I lost my you know, family, money End up losing comedy, because now, you know, I can't go back and do that, and the main thing I lost was her trust mm. so, because I started to the- taking the pills about the same time I started doing comedy, she put those together. Right. So logically now I mean. it's been, it's been five years just this past July that I've even touched a pill, but there's still that element of trust. And I know she, she, you know, regained trust for me, but I'm, I'm kind of waiting for her to say, cause she knows I still write and everything I want to do. And I'm kind of waiting for her to give me the green light before I just take it upon myself right. I think I at least owe her that so do you think how much do you think the comedy scene contributed
1: to the addiction though did you use you know the pills I, to deal with anxiety no.
2: and all that or, or no no I don't I don't think comedy had a, anything to do with it I have a very addictive personality anyway right. um and <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it had nothing, it had nothing to do with it. I wasn't getting my pills from any of the comics. I wasn't. Were
0: you, you know, hiding? I did they know, them. did they know you were doing other comics, know you were doing all those pills or were you kind of hiding it from some, them too?
2: Some did. Some did. And, um, and they were always on me about it. You know, I would kind of pop them sometimes on there and, and they would see me, dude, you're not taking pills, are you? I, I thought you weren't doing those anymore. So I, I it for most. Almost, I tried to hide it from all of them and was able to hide it from most of them, but yeah, there were people that were on me about it for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Uh, man, I, I appreciate you you being uh, you know open and honest with with us about that. Uh, I think it, it helps. We have other comics that listen to the to the podcast, and I think that you know anxiety, depression, addiction is a is a mm-hmm. big part of the scene. And I think that you know the more you talk about it, the more you drag it into the light, the, the less it can actually harm you. Right. So uh, thank you for 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 being that candid. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one
2: you, of the hardest things is for my anxiety. Comedy was my release, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. when you're on stage and you get a group of people that don't know who you are and you don't know how bad their day was you don't know what they're going through but when you can get a group of people to laugh it just you guys it just gives you this you know this wonderful rush in your body I mean it's mm-hmm. it is like one of the best drugs you could ever take that's what I want to continue to be addicted to and it now I have anxiety because I can't but that was my release mm-hmm. was, was being able to do that
1: that's that's good that you you said that because i i feel the same way uh maybe a month ago what it be in october two months ago i took like a month off from doing any open mic shows whatever and uh i thought that uh i i, I really realized that the comedy was the release just how i felt i felt a lot of anxiety build up and things like that mm-hmm. and then i knew it was a release when my wife was like um you need to go do a mic. You need, go, you need to go get out amongst the people. Yeah. I, I, I can just tell that you need to. I'm like, well, what? just the way you act and the way your mood is just dark. Uh. And, and uh, yeah, so I'm glad you said that because uh, that was an eye-opener for me because I thought being around the scene you got to be careful you know there's a lot of stuff out there and I, I don't want comedy to contribute to me drinking more getting into drugs or anything like that so i'm pretty careful with that but i realize it is a big release it's a healthy release um for me so right like you said it's a part of me Absolutely. You know? yeah
0: well you know what what i noticed about that you know that 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 rush uh it, the way my you know you talk about jason and i we were talking about addiction addictive personalities you know one that when I would get off stage and I had a good set, you know, and I felt that rush, like I wanted to keep it going, so I would immediately like take a shot, you know, like I wanted to, I wanted to, it, I, and I found myself drinking more and more. Really? Uh, and that's actually one of the reasons that I kind of have have stepped back from from doing comedy is because I found myself kind of going down a, a road that I that I didn't want. And that's one other reason why I stopped drinking is because I just I, I just felt like I was. I could turn a corner at any minute, and the next thing I know, you know, I'm 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 boozing at 10 a.m. You know, and I just didn't want to do that. All right, all right. Um, so Jason, I want to uh, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, you said that word, you have an addictive personality, and I know you got to go in like five minutes, but uh, I wanted to say, uh, do you think, you know? talking about an addictive personality, do you think it's that or do you think it has more to do with the fact that you and I and Phil and Polly, you know, started drinking and and smoking weed and doing, you know, uh, taking, well, like I said, doing tobacco, you know, like, or, you know, smoking cigarettes (laughs) and doing all that stuff when we were young, you know what I mean? Like, people say, oh, shit, they're coming to get you, man. Um, You know, talk about an addictive personality, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, we were so what's the word like i want to say neglected our parents didn't neglect us but we could do whatever the fuck we wanted you know and so they they did not know what the the kind of shit we were into and we were drinking we were stealing booze man we were smoking weed off a pop can when we were in like eighth grade man just shake that somebody stole um so you know and i i just sometimes i think people say addictive personality i think that might be a cop-out and they're not addressing the real fact that, you know, we were left to our own devices at a young age and started doing that shit way too young.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely think that has a lot to do with it for sure, man. I mean, like you said, I mean, you know, I, I have a daughter who's 11 now and, you know, she doesn't play out in the front yard unless I'm out there and can see her and we're at that age and we're all over town, you know, I mean, <laughs> riding the bus, just all riding over. our bike, do, yeah, riding the bus all over, doing whatever, you know, and it's, it's like, it's, I, I, and, and that not having that structure, right. I kind of think it was led us to be more naive and, and to want to, and, and try to do those other things. And absolutely. I, I think that has a lot to do with, with, you know, having, you know, an addict, an addictive personality or, you know, not, um, not kind of looking forth to see what the what the, con- the the consequences of what you're doing might might be, you know, or or finding yeah. excuses for it. Yeah,
0: when you're that young, man, you didn't. I mean, you, you we could we could conquer the world. We thought we knew everything. In fact, we didn't know shit, and our brains were still developing. So you know, I mean, like you said, right. talk about your daughter being 11 and not really keeping at, keeping your out out of or keeping her out of your sight. And I think about you know my own kid, and I'm like, there's I just can't imagine, you know the doing things the way that our parents did things you know what i mean like no way like they were not around man at all like no dinner time was on us and you know i mean all that shit too i mean so jason lived out he when he lived down in south tacoma when we were in high school uh he had the garage all to himself you know his mom and dad they had their you know their issues and uh, his mom was a special special case I don't uh, very God yeah yeah. rest her soul um, but uh, they didn't give a fuck what we were doing you know right, right. and and we did everything out there um,
1: y'all didn't start a band or nothing
0: no nah, we should have man garage, yeah man. right I mean like Jason could have played the drums yeah. actually that's not true we did right. have a band we were in a boy band and, oh yes, we were. And, 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 <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> dude, I should, I should fucking link that video that, uh, from, from that time we performed at the Kitsap Pavilion with, uh, uh, what was his name? Tyrone, uh, Tyrone Bradley, Tyrone Bradley. Yeah. He still does stuff there too. Does he really? Yeah. You know, we were called, and we, his were, son. we were called simplicity with a Y cause you know, why not why exactly is this was <laughs> back in like 1992 or something like that because you know, like, it was yeah. Color Me Bad was 2D so it was like oh we have to be Simplicity because oh, you know <laughs> Color Me Bad alright all right. <laughs> yeah and we were awful <laughs> and the song yeah, was, was so awful bad. but why the fuck would we make Jake the lead singer just because he was like the tallest I- they did original material I don't know we did yeah we did a Tyrone Bradley song he wrote a song he had this song he was like you guys would be great singing this song and he he was wrong
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh I remember at that that concert I couldn't sing for shit so they turned my mic off completely oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see Jason was small and he was cute like Joe like they, they, the girls used to think Jason looked like Joey McIntyre right, the right. new kids on the block right? Right, so yeah. he was always in front <laughs> and even then like, like I watch this video and I see how I treat Jason then you know and I'm like I'm like pushing him out of my way like get the fuck out of the way on stage I watched that and I'm like shit it makes your skin crawl when you yeah, think about I'm like I'm such an yeah. asshole yeah. man yeah, why I was exactly. I such a dick you know but and like I said it was all love Man, I was all love. And Jason, do you gotta go now? I mean it's eleven thirty.
2: No, no, I, I no no I, I got a few more minutes, man. I got at least ten minutes. Okay, cool. Jason, cool, let cool. me ask you a question, and do you still watch comedy? Absolutely. And you know what what's crazy is it's hard to watch it because you know it and you wanna and you wanna do it, uh-huh. but I, I still do watch comedy absolutely. So did you watch uh Burr,
1: Bill Burr or uh Chappelle's latest stand ups or no?
2: i um, yeah, I saw I saw a couple of shells of, of of Chappelle's new ones. I watched a little bit of Burrs actually, just a couple of nights ago, right before I went to bed. Um, the new one he had on Netflix. Yeah, uh, yeah Bill, Bill Burrs yeah. actually, he's he's one of my one of my favorite living comics. Me too. He's <laughs> one one my top favorite, five
0: favorite living comics. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah my, my top
2: five too. Yeah, yeah well, my what, yeah, my top three yeah, are all your, dead. So what, what's your you top know? three? Uh, Carlin, uh, Greg Giraldo and Mitch Edberg. Greg oh. Giraldo. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah those
0: are good like, ones, like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah,
1: those yeah, are good yeah, ones. Awesome. So, so, the, so, both of them I thought were pretty edgy, pushing the line, you know, pushing the envelope and everything. I thought both of them did a great job at it, honestly. I think that's why they are who they are. But there's a lot of backlash with it as well. So, did you see anything that you thought crossed the line or went too far or anything?
2: For me, the nope, one of those. You know what, man? when When it, for me it there's a very very thin line or you know to to cross the line when you're doing stand up when you're doing stand up to me it's it's no different than somebody portraying a different character in a role on a movie right you know so somebody may not have a mental disability, but you can have somebody perfectly normal portraying somebody with a mental disability never but if you were to go tired. on stage and do that. Uh-huh. Then there would be backlash against you good you guy. know what I mean yeah, and guy. I don't think it's right. I mean I, I, especially on some of the stuff I saw for Burr. yeah he was he was being pretty uh some pretty controversial stuff for sure, but at the same time, it's comedy it's, it's not personal mm-hmm. and there, and it's just I, I think it if, if he would have done that same stuff even ten years ago there wouldn't be nothing said about it. Right. I think it's just the way that everybody's so quick nowadays to, you know, want to find something to complain about or pick apart anything somebody said to make it something different. Yeah. And that that bothers me a lot. I think it I think it ruins a lot of a lot of stand up and what could be a lot of better stand up. Yeah, so they were actually doing a lot of teaching if you listen to
1: especially Bill but well, Chappelle too, but I'm like I don't think people are actually listening to what they are saying. If you really listen and get past right. the joke, like they're teaching you something, mm-hmm. they're giving you they're giving you insight that mm-hmm. Everybody hasn't really yeah. looked at. You know what I mean?
0: Well, like like that Chappelle, exactly. like Chappelle's bit when he talks about the op- opioids and the heroin thing, right. and he's like, "Now, you know, mm-hmm. now I can see how that, that's what, what how white people were when when the crack thing, you know, was right, going on. Right, like, right. Good, <laughs> right. luck, good luck, black people, you know." <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and it's controversial, you know, but it, like you said, man, it's teaching. Yeah, um, and and it, it is teaching. And I don't know if if there's more people complaining or or, or you know louder complaining, more, more loudly, uh, but I. Think I think what it is 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 there's there are more avenues for people you know exactly. in which to complain exactly. so you, you know yeah. being yeah. having all these online you know the social media and people you know I think that all, people were always offended but you know they're they're in their house yelling Nobody at the knows. tv you know screaming at hbo going, right. you know showtime like how can you say that you right. know, the four
1: people in their circle right. know about it that's, right. It. Right. that's right. it right versus blasting out op- to right. the, the entire world the yeah. yeah
0: and then there was this thing that another com- uh, comic put out and it, it was this old clip Larry King you know well, Larry King talking to you know, you probably saw it was it was talking about it was George Carlin and he was talking specifically about Andrew Dice Clay and how, you know, he was offensive and, and whatever and and you know Carlin's take on it was like, you know, you say whatever the fuck you want, you know, it, it's comedy, it's free speech he said, but right. he said, but, you know, when people like Dice Clay pick on these these groups that are already marginalized you know like picking on 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 gays or or you know like a a racial group that that has always getting shit on or whatever it's like it takes a little bit of the the funny out of it because it's you know it's like uh you know i don't know you know it's like why 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 are you punching down you know you know i i think that some of the funniest comics comedy shit that i see is when 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 it's you know i see like black comics punching up or whatever so to speak you know and 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 at the like rich white people or whatever, like that makes that that's just right. funny and that because I think that shit's open season, you know what I mean? Like uh, for sure, because you know, I mean, you're you should always be be I think trying to chip away at the top, you know what I mean? Like you should always be trying to 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 you know go above your head because it's just I don't know, some of that shit's too easy, you know, yeah. like it is like the Aunt Dunn's you know, play. I feel bad for laughing at that shit. It was like, oh my god, yeah. you, know, was, you know, a lot of it's I mean, how it's
2: done too. You know what I mean, and it it there, there's a there's a if you're gonna say something and you know kind of there, there's a way to do it, and I I mean I used to laugh at Dice too, but I I actually saw him and dude the, the he it was crickets it was crickets really nobody was laughing it was it, it was so uncomfortable Oof. to be in the comedy club watching him do that and you know he didn't do the nurse shrines he just did his typical you know degrading you know you know, pick on people in the crowd, you know, make fun of them. And it was just really uncomfortable. So I mean, you can take two comics, man, and and they can talk about the same thing. And one of them can make it funny and informative. And the other one can make it just flat out wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think a lot of it has is on how it's done. Right.
0: Not just the material. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's why it's an art you know it it, and sometimes it's about how you look too unfortunately you know you you know i i I was up there and i i made some joke uh about you know quitting drinking or whatever or not drinking ipas because i didn't want to get fat you know and that joke i told it a couple of times and it just it bombed every time it's a funny joke but when i tell it you know this this you know fit looking white guy you know this michael phelps
1: looking <laughs> <laughs> body fat guy.
0: yeah right it does it it doesn't it it doesn't work it's not it's not and i, and I had to learn that the hard way you i remember know?
1: randy said you're not fat you fucker
0: yeah it's always nice when you go to an open mic and it's only comics and they all heckle you oh god <laughs> the heckle mic yeah, so that's the horrible part. And I, I think that that you know, pendulums swing far, you know, uh, one way or the other. And I think that right now we're on a pretty far pendulum swing where people are really, really sensitive. And I think it's it's okay Cause I and I think it'll it'll normalize. And I think that you know we'll be able to get back to talking, you know, jokes about. Uh, you know, black people are late. You know, so yeah, and no, that's not even true. That's <laughs> not true. What time not, did you get here? What not time not did you
1: even get here? True, man. That's
0: just like the worst stereotype ever. Whoever come up with that dumb shit. See, Space and I know time, I'm, I, I know I'm from Tacoma because I'm always late too, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> give me my fifteen minute window. You know, you know, I can try, I can leave the house an hour early. I'm still going to get here 15 <laughs> minutes late somehow. You're <laughs> right. at the yard sale. <laughs> Ooh, look at that over there. Stop
0: right. I still got time. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. there's a free sign on that couch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jason, the story about your dad at the dump, man. Do you remember that shit? We, we went to the... Uh, we- we went to the dump with his dad and he, you know, throws a load of shit out. And, and this is back in the day when the dump was just an open pit. And yeah. You know, they point good and they're old like, days. Good old days, you know? about a river? Go,
2: over there. Go, go, go dump that by the car batteries yeah, over exactly, there, you know. Man.
0: And so we're the... more tr- we dumped. Yeah, we're, we're freaking throwing shit out of the back of the truck and like next to the... In the I mean, it's a pile of garbage. There are like three <laughs> couch cushions. And Jason's dad says... Go get those. Oh, yeah. Go get them. They're, they're still good. <laughs> and Jason was mortified. He's like, no, Dad, no. We're not taking things from the dump. We've left that dump with those couch cushions in the back of that fucking truck.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. Dude, we been used to stop dumb. by the Goodwill trucks, man, and on the side of the road where
2: people drop off their furniture. Oh, oh my God. there was one, like, two blocks from the house. I remember me and Phil one time carrying a couch back to our house because we couldn't get it in the car. And my mom wanted that couch, so me and Phil carried this couch two blocks. So embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: embarrassing! Oh man! So you
2: come from humble beginnings, then, Jason? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. So,
1: so, how do you feel about everything right now? Then you know, this is kind of political—not not just politics, but just. Uh, you know, with, with social programs and, and, and you know, society and trying to help people and things like that. What's your take on all of that?
2: You know, I, I like this. I do see a lot more of, you know, people wanting to help other people, which is great. I mean, I think, you know, if everybody just took a, you know, an extra minute or two a day, if you need someone that needs help just to help them, if everybody did that, mm-hmm. everybody could be friends, would be fantastic. The problem is, like i was saying a little while ago i just think that there's so many people that are so sensitive to everything um that it makes everybody on i feel like you puts everybody on edge everybody I, it's almost like everybody's walking on eggshells when they don't have to be
0: yeah um well I, but man i did but i think too that, 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 like i said with the pendulum i think it's always darkest before dawn you know and i think that right now everybody is yeah. hypersensitive and i think that it's gonna something that we're gonna have a release
2: we had to go through this right? yeah
0: you have to go yeah, through. i think to. so too you have to yeah.
2: i think so too and and like you said you know, one of the biggest problems is everybody has a platform now yeah.
0: right right and, you know, and if everybody they won't has use a way platform for good you know like why not do good things <laughs> right. you know why do you have to be such right. assholes you know and then you're little trolls and you're are freaking if if you, if you, if you twitter is so mean yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what the yeah. fuck man why oh, yeah come. Why? who hurt you <laughs> 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 who would you treat you
1: so cool yeah it yeah. is it is and i have to take it in doses
0: man. yeah right if i go yeah. if i'm on a twitter bender i'm like i could find myself grinding yeah. my teeth and i i got this fake political account that i have and I'm, and I, it just pisses me pisses off, man. off and yeah yeah oh yeah. like how could you people believe this man all right, yeah, I don't even do the Twitter, man. Yeah, all right, but okay. yeah, I I hear ya. you. You
2: got to go. Is, is that are you are you? Yeah, up yeah, uh, yeah. I got a couple minutes to get in.
0: All right, man. Well, uh, dude, I I really appreciate it. Um, you know, thanks for opening up. I think that your your insight on the comedy and 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 all that stuff is is really really good. And I I'm glad that you're still writing. And I really hope that that you're able to get back on stage sometime. You know, maybe not soon, but you know at some point you know and i and i hope that I'm, one day you know you, i want you to get healthy too you know we talk about it we talk about our addictions and stuff and, and and we all still battle this stuff you know we're all still battling addictions uh at least you know me and you and phil and all these guys we if, if it's not one thing it's another uh and i right. hope that that you know you're able to uh just be healthy, man, and 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 live a long life, and and one day we can call you toothpick again. <laughs> we used to call him toothpick. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah, you know, Casey, make sure no Casey make toothpick. sure Joey
2: gets on stage, man. Uh, this dude, he <laughs> Joey, everything I've known him to put his mind to and do, he succeeded at, and I know that he can be a great comic. You just have to keep doing it, man. Don't let him stop. Well, Jason, I can't be there to do it Don't I, let him stop
1: I, I tried But I kind of backed off Because I didn't want to be That pushy asshole guy But you just gave me The green light <laughs> So now that takes The pressure off me so, so I'm back hey,
0: man. Yeah and you'll be happy A week from A week from uh, Well next Thursday man We got a show And I'm hosting So in case he's on the show He's going to be Opening up the show So so you know nice, maybe well, Give me video story. of that No no man You We're no video That shit's going Straight to Netflix Alright <laughs> got to pay all right Jason, work too. Jason. P, uh, can I say your last name? Should we, can we say that or we Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Okay, Jason Parmeter for those of you who don't know already, man. Uh one of my best friends in the whole world. I love you, brother, man, and uh, good luck on your uh, with your doctor's appointment, bro. Hey, great
1: meeting. Thanks, bro. I love you too. Great Thanks
0: for having to you, me on Jason. guys. Yeah, man. You too, man. Yeah, yeah, well, take was, care. man. All right. <laughs> Jason. He's an interesting cat, man. He's uh He's been through a lot in his life man he's he's a survivor you yeah, know what i mean yeah
1: yeah glad he was willing to share yeah you know be open and honest about it yeah
0: there's something about those kind of people you know the survivors that that i, I tend to uh gravitate towards you know
1: do you consider yourself a survivor fuck yeah that's probably why you gravitate yeah, yeah absolutely then, man you know? Yeah.
0: absolutely i mean fucking phoenix rising from the essence yeah. and that i think that you know that's, I think that's why you and I get along well because I consider you a survivor too you know I, I wouldn't have
1: a couple years ago I wouldn't have said I was a survivor mm-hmm. to my counselor broke it all down for yeah, me <laughs> and I right. said, uh, all right, yeah <laughs> like basically you've been surviving you know you left you ran from one situation and you joined the military you're surviving you you had to figure this all out in the military you were surviving then Mm -hmm. at some point you got tired of surviving you decided to try to live yeah you know and um i I would hate to say i don't think money and all that stuff is a main factor but i think taking care of your basic human needs Mm -hmm. when you're not thinking about them as much anymore right then you can kinda of focus on the living part. Right. But it's you know, it's easy to say, yeah, I, I would love to take a comedy class. I, I would love to do this, but if the lights ain't on, then mm-hmm. um, you gotta work to keep the lights on, you know what I'm saying? So Well
0: that's that's like uh basic sociology shit right there. I mean like that's proven that's proven facts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, I think there was might have been a in pete carroll's book he talked about that you know like because how he he liked he was so involved in like nurturing young men and trying to make them you know you know contributing humans you know and he and he's like look man you know like if you don't have your basic needs met how the fuck do you expect anybody to do do anything you know Exactly. um and i in our when we opened uh on the opening of this podcast you know you talked about um We talked about it, uh, you know, going from working, you know, since you were 16. And I don't ever remember a time in my life being unemployed. Right. Have you... You were you unemployed? I mean, like if from like when someone's like, I'm on unemployment or whatever. You know, mean as an adult? Yeah, as an adult. Yeah, no, 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 no. No.
1: I don't, I don't know how. Yeah,
0: and that's, I think that's the survival thing. You know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, you gotta keep it. going. because
1: I was about to retire. That's a scary thing. I've been doing this for 21 years. You know, so I'm taking all the steps. I, Mm I start preparing three years out. Mm-hmm. Of, and everybody thinking, you know, he's
0: proactive.
1: He, he he's a visionary. He <laughs> yeah. thinks that homo. No I don't no, want to eat mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat mayonnaise sandwiches no more. That's my motivation.
0: Uh, we man. are all driven by our insecurities. Yeah, like yeah. I'm scared to death. You know. Yep. Yeah, Speaking of that, I mean, like, you know, you and I, it being these old dogs that we are, you know, in our mid forties or whatever, we're doing all right. We're mm-hmm. doing all right. You know, like our light bills are paid, mm-hmm. but. If you're like anything like me, you still worry about money. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why. I, yeah. That's
1: why I get That's why I'm able to work from home without mm-hmm. somebody watching over my shoulder.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because again, I I know I'm going to get up and do it mm-hmm. because that's what drives me. Yeah. You know what I mean? The same thing is like you're saying, you know, if especially with you, you're saying it's not like you're on salary or something right. like that. If you're not working, you're right. not making
0: money. Right. If you the, know what I mean? If if the machine ain't recording, you know, They're I ain't not, making money.
1: You know, so It's so your hustled. approach, right? Yeah. Your approach is hustle hustle hustle, 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 and I get it. I totally yeah. understand it, you know. Yeah. So, which
0: yeah. which is crazy like to, to, for me to think like that I would be in a position where like I I was in control of that you know and I had to go out there and, and do that like if he would have told me that when I was young I'm like this lazy I not gonna do that you know right, like, right. he you know he's he sucks at school you know he's right. doesn't finish this doesn't finish that how is he gonna you know be a be a self-employed you know
1: nobody voted you fooling. most likely to
0: nothing end up I was voted most sarcastic it. most sarcastic <laughs> in in uh, in my senior year most sarcastic Sarcastic. So, yeah. That's
1: hard to imagine. Dude, uh,
0: man. Really? That's hard you? to imagine. You? <laughs> yeah, I know. Really? I know. <laughs> wow. It probably should have been most sardonic, which is, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know what that means, it's sarcastic with a mean streak. What's that uh,
1: word you use? I said, uh, uh Mary. What would you say? Oh, merriment. Merriment. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, merriment. And, and like a couple of weeks later, hey, I just looked, I texted Joey, I said, hey, I just looked up merriment. Now I know what you meant when you said that. <laughs> He's like,
0: I thought you said Mary Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. How the hell you come up, what, where, 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 you, that had to come from like reading or something. That's not something that you just, yeah. every day,
0: man. Nah, that's, no. That, hey, that
1: is. It came from sports radio or something you had to hear that word you had to say hmm
0: merriment yeah. I, I think it's 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 it reminds me of of you know like a fucking charles dickens novel or something. Right, right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> and they reveled in the uh, merriment. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. i don't
0: even yeah. know if i was i don't even know if i was using it correctly i just <laughs> used it i do that sometimes Jeez, oh man
1: yeah it was the best of times it was, it the, was worst the worst of times
0: time. right. wait i thought that was Shakespeare. I don't know.
1: Well, that's him. That's Tale of Two Cities. Bro. Oh yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. See I I the only Charles Dickens book I read was uh, oh fuck, what's it called? Uh the one with the with uh, with the little pip who uh, who uh, can't even remember See, I didn't, that's how little i read right right it's oh. all irrelevant now though they,
1: oh. they made us think that was all important
0: it was the one where the kid grew up poor and then he had you know the sponsor to, to make him become a, a gentleman and then you know he thought it was this family who was and it turned out spoiler alert it turned out it was the thief who beat his ass earlier uh-huh. uh, and i read that book when then the the english the way it is i'm like what the fuck does this mean, man? <laughs> like it's written so long ago, it's like, it, took, yeah. it was so hard to read. Yeah, yeah. I think that's actually why I stopped reading. Really. <laughs> <laughs> that and I read for a job, so like I don't really get a lot of enjoyment out of reading cuz when I read a book, every every character has to have their own voice. Right. <laughs> and it, right. I can't yeah, read yeah, fast. Yeah. I have to read it like as I speak it, you know. Right. Some people like, oh, I can read this many pages. No, I have to read it as, as I would speak it cuz I'm narrating it as I'm fucking Your reading program.
1: it think like yeah, that I don't you gotta break it man first you can read for pleasure
0: no nah, man no nah. Nah, man. i'll listen to this podcast for that's, 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 <laughs> all, that's all the knowledge you need right here yeah there
1: is a total you don't yeah. need to go to school shorty just pick up the wu-tang
0: album man oh, that's all man. the album.
1: that's all the knowledge you need right
0: there yeah and yeah, learn how to be a freaking cocaine <laughs> kingpin and that uh, shit yeah. man uh, yeah. and that scared me because i don't know how to use a gun so i didn't do it right. um cool man hey this is a good this was a great podcast man i i appreciate it yeah i you know?
1: appreciate you appreciate jason Evan, yeah and, and, me and too man. yeah yeah
0: i'm yeah. uh, looking forward to the next one and uh, you know if uh, tell your friends subscribe like uh, i don't really even know how to promote these podcasts you know like i don't know how to i don't I'm not figuring i can't figure out how to like get more than 100 and 200 listens this which
1: just the, the matter of what we're doing though. Yeah. Hopefully the audience grows with each guest and everything. I thought
0: that, you know, like having a celebrity so, so, somewhat celebrity like Paul Mercurio on would 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 boost it, but people didn't care, man. I mean his I thought his interview was great, but they're yeah. like, "Me, me, whatever." Yeah,
1: no, I think they have to have a vested interest. Yeah. Um we- so I guess it would take
0: Jason's listeners Matt maybe. Damon or something yeah. you, know, you yeah. know what I mean
1: for somebody to say "Ooh, I'll listen just for yeah. that you know what I mean yeah. have to be somebody of that caliber yeah, we, I don't know why I thought of Matt Damon I Matt
0: Damon <laughs> yeah. uh, well you know we also maybe next time we get a guest we gotta make sure he's a good bringer
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring some folks that's right man bring yeah. some folks
0: alright well I gotta give a shout out to uh, some production assistants to uh, Stevie Cripps Roberta Solomon and uh, Steve Stone oh wait that wasn't Steve Stone he didn't help me that was uh I don't know. Sheet for me. uh, Doug Medlock actually Steve Stone was going to help me but he was too late I love you Steve sorry I know you're not listening Never mind. Uh alright man this has been the Old Dogs no tricks podcast peace We're out